Thank you for downloading the service of First Presbyterian Church of LaGrange for our annual children's Christmas program. Appreciate that you are listening and want you to know that most of the service is more visual than audio, but we did include this audio recording for your enjoyment. We hope that you are able to worship with us Christmas Eve, 8 p.m., 150 South Ashland, next Sunday, December 24th. morning and welcome to the third Sunday of Advent and the celebration of Christmas by our youth and children's ministries and here's the best part no sermon you as part of their presentation are participants you are the angelic choir that will sing along so as you go through the order of service when it comes to the particular carol remember that you need to sing out like the angels did over the shepherds in Bethlehem that's your job the second thing I want you to know is that Tuesday night Tyler Keeble will be here in the sanctuary at 6 p.m. playing Christmas music and he will do that whether you come or not but he will enjoy it more if you come this is sponsored by Women's Ministries of First Presbyterian Church of LaGrange a Christmas concert Tuesday night 6 o'clock here in the sanctuary let us stand and join together in worship. Jesus, let your kingdom come here. Let your will be done here. Jesus, there is no one greater. You alone are saved.
You may be seated. Prior to the lighting of the third Advent candle, we add this ornament from our recent visit to Feed My Starving Children. This ornament has provided to us as a thank you for our donation that will feed a child for a year. This handmade is a handmade ornament constructed by the Hope Again Women's Ministry Group in Rakai, Uganda. It is woven with hand-dyed grass. The ornament reminds of the unmet needs of many children and families around the world and the hope that Feed My Starving Children offers them. Please join in the reading of the lighting of the third Advent candle, the candle of joy, light and peace in Jesus Christ our Lord. We light again the candle of hope. It shines brightly even when it burns alone. We also light again the candle of love. It is love that illuminates our hearts so we can better see the world of God's love. Oh, my bad. Mary was frightened when the angel told her she was to become a mother. She, but she also knew she would not be alone. She shared the news with Isabeth, and in sharing, their joy was made full. Joy is like light shared in the darkness. It illuminates the hope and love all around us and multiplies when it gives to others. God gives us joy when we share. We come together so that the news of hope and love may be known. And we know joy when we share the good news of Jesus. As we are together again, we light the candle of joy, that the news of Jesus may light our way and bring joy to the world. Please join us in prayer. May the news of Jesus. She shared her joy in anticipating his birth. Can all the children come forward, please? Okay. Hey guys. So, what is Jack holding right here? Does anyone know? Go ahead. And what, where do we, who likes gifts here? Can you guys think of your favorite gift that you've ever gotten? Either for Christmas, your birthday, anything. Or all of them? Well, who do we usually give gifts to? Family and friends. Yeah, family and friends, and we usually exchange these gifts with the people we love to make them happy, right? Today, during our play, we are talking about God's gift to us. What was it? Jesus! <laughs> um, yes, uh, there's one Christmas gift that is more special than any other. It never wears out. It never goes out of style. You will ne- never become tired of it. It is a gift that keeps on giving year after year after year after year. It is the true gift that Jesus, that Christmas is all about. It is God's gift, gift to us because he loves us, his son Jesus. This year when you're opening presents, remember that even though those gifts are super fun, you already have the best one. Please pray with me. God, thank you for loving us so much that you gave us the gift of your son. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Yeah, you guys can go back with your families. Hello, I'm Mary. 
Um, so for the past month, I've been waking up with very little motivation to do anything. I don't want to go to school. I don't want to go to practice. Sometimes I don't even want to hang out with my friends. And so two days ago, my mom comes up to me, and she goes, okay, Mary, what are you doing for your confession? I was like, I don't know. So she said, well, have you been thinking about God lately? And I told her I had, but, like, really, I haven't been thinking about God at all. <laughs> so I was like, okay, maybe if I just sit down, I'll just listen to God for three minutes, and maybe what I have to confess, maybe it'll just come to me. So I'm sitting down, and I'm listening. And then I start thinking about all these mornings when I wake up and I don't want to do anything. And a thought comes to me, and I'm just like, what if instead of, oh, I don't want to go to school, what if I start thinking, yes, God gave me an opportunity to get an education. And instead of, no, I don't want to go to practice, thank you, God, for giving me something I love that I'm good at. So now, instead of waking up thinking about all the negatives, I'm going to start waking up thinking, God, thank you for another day. Please pray with me. God, thank you for all the blessings you give us. Please help us appreciate them, and thank you for everything that you give us. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Please stand for the assurance of pardon. God lifts up the lowly. Jesus chooses to be born into our world. God's tenderness meets our need. We are forgiven and set free to live. This is our hope, our peace, and our joy. In Jesus Christ, we are forgiven. Let us pass the peace of Christ to one another. You may be seated. Good morning. Our scripture reading today is from Luke 1, verses 26 through 38. In the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary. The angel went to her and said, Greetings, you who are highly favored. The Lord is with you. Mary was greatly troubled by his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. But the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son, and you will call him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over Jacob's descendants forever, and his kingdom will never end. How will this be, Mary asked the angel, since I am virgin? The angel answered, The Holy Spirit will come unto you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One who will be born will be called the Son of God. Even Elizabeth, your relative, 
is going to have a child at her old age. She, who is said to be unable to conceive, is in her sixth month. For no word from God will ever fail. I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. May your word to me be fulfilled. Then the angel left her. A long time ago, a young woman named Mary lived in a village called Nazareth. One day, an angel appeared to her. Mary, you are blessed by God and will give birth to a son named Jesus. I happily serve the Lord and his will be done. Mary married a man named Joseph, who was a carpenter. One day, Joseph had to go to a town called Bethlehem to pay his taxes. Mary went with him on the long, hard journey, even though it was almost time for her to give birth to her baby. When Mary and Joseph arrived in Bethlehem, it was crowded, and they looked for a place to stay. What do you want? Please, help us. My wife is about to have a baby, and we need a place to stay. There are no rooms left, but you can stay in the stable with the animals. Thank you. Thank you. Joseph led Mary to the stable, where she gave birth to a baby boy. Nearby, there were shepherds in a field watching over their sheep during the night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and they were afraid. Go away. We're afraid of you. Do not be afraid. I bring you good news. A child is born today in Bethlehem, a Savior who is Christ the Lord. You will find the baby wrapped in a swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. The sky filled with angels, saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill towards men. Look in the, Look in the sky. sky. Angels. Hark the herald angels sing, Glory to the newborn King. Peace on earth and mercy mild, God and sinners reconciled. Joyful all ye nations rise. 
justice, light and life to all he brings, risen with healing in his wings. Mild he lays his glory by, born that we no more may die, born to raise us from the earth, born to give a second birth. Hark the herald angels sing, glory to the newborn King. Let's go to Bethlehem to find the baby, the angel told us to Good idea, let's go. The shepherds went to Bethlehem to find Mary, Joseph, and the baby Jesus. They worshipped him as he slept. men arrived in Bethlehem. Where's the baby who's king of the Jews? We have been following his star in the east. We want to give him gifts and worship him. King forever, see, see. 
frankincense. I bought the baby coins. I brought the baby money. Thank you. The birth of Jesus brought hope to many people. He grew in wisdom and stature, and in favor with both God and man. He was the Son of God, sent to save all those who believe in him from their sins. Following worship, you will have an opportunity to congratulate our cast on their wonderful Christmas performance and to wish them well as Christmas comes. And, better than that, uh, there are also Christmas cookies to enjoy and to share. So, thank you very much. Thank you, Jason, for your musical leadership. Thank you, Kelly, for your leadership of the children. Thank you, parents, who helped them fit into sweaty costumes learn their lines, and share their joy with us. 
At this point, you've already sat down, so um, I'm going to make you stand up again to say the Apostles' Creed, unless you're really tired, and then you can stay seated. I believe in God the Father Almighty, Maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, buried, descended into hell. And sit at the right hand, God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life of everlasting. Amen. Now you get to sit down again. I was reminded this past week that the celebration of Christmas comes with a certain weight, a weight of expectation. Uh, There's a a difference between expectation and expectancy. Expectation are all the demands that we put on ourselves or we put on one another that something has, has to happen a certain way. Expectancy is we have no idea what's going to happen, but we know it's going to be great. I hope that your expectations turn into expectancy as we anticipate whatever it is that God is sharing with us. For those who struggle this season, whether it be economically or socially or emotionally or physically, the sense of expectancy to share with them that God will be with them through all things is also made real as we share our love and our presence and our prayers with one another. Mary's friend Jillian's mom has been struggling with cancer and has returned to the hospital and has been there for a week and so continued prayer for Jillian's mom as she battles cancer. There we go, Amy. Will you join your hearts with me in prayer? There are so many words associated with the Christmas story that we don't necessarily use in regular language. Mary took all of these things and pondered them in her heart. When's the last time, O Lord, that you brought us to a serious ponder? Or they they beheld the angels. Behold, the the word appears so many times, and, and it's not very often that we slow down the car and point out the window and tell the other riders to say, Behold, and lo, to look again, to focus our eyes. These words echo through the centuries to our ears and tie us both to an ancient past, but also unite us around this curious vocabulary. And sometimes it only strikes us as church speak. And we leave this place, a place of special words, and go out to the world of everyday words and have a hard time connecting the synonyms the meanings. Allow those words to touch our heart, O Lord, so that we ponder anew, so that we behold with greater depth, that we hearken to Your call. Because once the meanings of those words are internalized, it is easy to speak their truth, not as syllables of an old tradition, but as a vital language and communication of a living and active faith. 
We think this season, Lord, about those who struggle. We think this season about those who lack. We think this season about those who wander, strangers in foreign lands, parents with children they're not sure they can afford, those who have faced hostilities of potentates seeking destruction rather than blessing. It all comes into a sharper focus on the crisp winter night as we think of the dynamics of the world in and around the birth of Your Son. Remind us, O Lord, that that same Son is birthed into our world. And then in all of that, we know Him as a Prince. Not of victory, not of domination, not of quelling our enemies, but a Prince of peace. And so, as the words and the wonders swirl around us, may we at its center find peace. And under the reign of that Prince, may we as His subjects be emissaries and makers of peace wherever we may go to the glory of that same Son born in Bethlehem who grew and taught us to pray, our Father who art in heaven. As you well know, we don't charge a curriculum fee for those who participate in our educational programs, whether those are the Noah's Ark preschool or the nursery or our faith forest or confirmation or cross trainers or Tuxus or even adult ed, which by the way is meeting today after the cookie coffee hour in the church parlor. We have this goofy notion that we should just give those things away to those who would like to receive them. But we backstop that notion by having this other goofy notion that people who just put money in an offering plate have taken care of all of the needs and expenses of those things that happen. There was no deposit on the costumes that the kids wore today, uh, and volunteers will wash them and make sure that they're ready for next year's Christmas presentation and it's a recklessness with resources that we want to be contagious because we'd like to be more reckless in that way. But the only way that we can be more reckless in that way is if you are reckless in your own way with the things that God has blessed and given you. So just as a sample of how that can happen, the ushers are going to come forward with odd little brass plates and like buskers on a corner playing music, they're going to expect you to put something in them. But 
The choir will sing, not the ushers. It'll be far more enjoyable. Give generously. Gracious God, in this Advent season, we speak of the hope you give in Jesus Christ. With our gifts, we declare that our hope lies in you, and we trust these offerings will renew that hope in others. We believe you to provide all that we need, and so we are secure in our generosity. May our giving be a sign of our faith, hope, peace, and joy. Amen. Thanks again. I'm going to invite uh, the participants in our pageant to head out the center aisle 
right now so that you can get the first choice on the cookies and so that you can be poised to receive the generous congratulations of the members of the congregation. So head on out. You, you can stay in costume if you'd like. Go ahead. And, and the other readers, head out. You guys did a great job. Ian, you did, yeah, keep going. Go ahead. Confirmation, Texas. There we go. I come to the benediction uh, having not preached today and wanting to make up uh, for that absence. So as we reflect on the Christmas... No, I won't do that. We have received blessing. We have received joy. We have received an amazing story through the lips of children, through our own lips in song. May the amazing power of that story continue to drive us the whole year through. It is a story of the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of our God, the fellowship of our Holy Spirit, and it is with us always. Emmanuel. Amen.